We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience presented by DraftKings. Week 5 NFL Best Bets. Now these are my best bets along with Rob and Cam's. Although they are my best bets. I am not telling you that they're going to be winning bets. As we recap the record so far, uh, you'll find out why. Anyway, smash the like button to the episode. Help us time code it down in the comment section for your favorite parts of the show so we can cobble together a best of for the season without having to do that much work. Also, subscribe to Mayo Media Network on YouTube. That would be fantastic news. And for the audio version, rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Five stars. Help us out on the show. The newsletter is free. That will go out on Saturday. You'll have updated info, player info, team info, all the cheat sheets, all the picks, everything like that. Free to join. You can find that down in the description, just like you can do with the Listener's League link. Rob Pozzola, you were 2-1 and one last week, but that was not the best of the three of us, sir. 2-1 and one felt like 0-3 oh for me because the pick that I was opposite of Cam lost. And that's the second time it's happened this year. And honestly, it sucks. Like, I, w- I would rather just win that pick and go one and two <laughs> than go two and one and lose that. And well, that's the honest truth. Well, yeah. hey, hey, hey. you know what, though, Pat? It's nice to get, like, people, like, I have bad days and stuff. And usually, like, people on, on Twitter, it's never a good thing. Like, when you get that phone call, it's like nine out of ten times it's bad. You owe somebody money or you got to do something. But beating Pozzola, it feels great because uh, he was really, really going on about how much the Colts really sucked. And uh, maybe the fish got problems, Pozzola. Squish the fish. They did, they did not look good last week. No, Listen, that wrong. was one of those where it was like you knew pretty quickly it was over. You ha- like That's one of those where you watch the game and you're like, I'm definitely on the wrong side of this game. Uh, and then the second half, the Colts kind of blew the doors off them. But yeah. we move on. Um, yeah. I'm sure that's we'll what be I like about you, Pozzola. Real gamblers, like the problem with real gamblers, like and Pat knows this too, he's the same way. 
You take a loss, you get beat down by people when you're confident. Like last night, like the Boston Red Sox, people beat me down. Admit when you're wrong, right? The problem with this new breed of gambler is, oh, yeah, this guy's a clown and this is a bad period. You know, it's like, dude, if you're going to be gambling for like your whole life, you're going to have you're going to have losing days, losing weeks. It's a very streaky thing. So people need to relax on getting down on people all the time. It's a hard business to make money in. Well, people are not down on you, Cam, because for the oh. year, for the year, I mean, you're 3-0 and again last week. That's the second time you've gone 3-0 and on the pick so far. So our gold picks between the three of us were 3-0. and We're 10-2 and awesome. on gold picks against the spread so far. I got to start stop getting away from, like, player props and totals. I'm just sticking to spreads this time around. We were 1-2 and on silver picks, 3-9 and for the year on silver picks, and that would be Cam being 3-1 and and me and Pizzola being 0-4 on silver picks that's not good what's wrong with silver it's not your mineral i mean we, maybe we got to get like a, we maybe we make it gold iron and bronze maybe like <laughs> yeah. the, the, the <laughs> we, we can just hit the periodic table and just put some fe in there bronze picks two and one you guys both got it right i got it wrong i've ended up in the shithole on a player prop by a half yard twice so far it's the things are not breaking my way so i'm feeling good about this week i think because i don't have the utmost confidence in a lot of my picks outside of one of them which i seem to be on the complete opposite side of everyone this week which actually does give me a bit of confidence here so let's get into the gold picks i'm going to start and run this one by you guys i gave it out on the spread pick show everyone is just kind of jerking off san francisco trey lance is playing this week i don't think that trey lance can score enough points to keep up with the arizona cardinals cam i like arizona right now at DraftKings sportsbook it's minus four so the line has been shifting towards San Francisco all week. I might be the sucker who's just buying into how good the Cardinals are, but I don't think that people are giving them enough credit for how good they actually are. We've seen these rookie quarterbacks so far this year. They haven't been super impressive. I don't think that Trey Lance is just going to show up on the scene, chuck for 400 yards, and be able to keep this within four and be like 38-34. I know Shanahan's a great coach, but Arizona gave San Francisco problems when they weren't good. What's going to happen now that they are good? Arizona minus four, Cam. Oh, Patrick, I tell you, I didn't want to do the same thing with Pizzola. Why can't we just all be on the same side? I'm, I have, I have the 49ers as a mineral, but it's not gold, but here's the thing. I actually think Trey Lance is going to do better. Uh, Seattle. I watched that game. They were horrible in the first half. San Francisco had many opportunities. They couldn't punch it in uh, their defense kind of let down after Russell Wilson did his thing. This is a, just a spot play. And Pozzola, you know about this. Like, I'm not going to argue with anything Pat said. Hey, man, the Cardinals the Cardinals are wicked, and we were on them against the Rams. But this is a divisional game, a spot. I think Lance has some time to work with the team now. He won't be as surprised to come in the game. I think Arizona wins, like, maybe on a last-second field goal, Pat. I, I think the line is where it is, and it feels a little bit like a bait line there. I think they're trying to get people to, to, to roll up on Arizona. But you're right. Publicly backed dogs go to die. Pozzola and me talked about this a long time ago. When we used to work together, publicly backed dogs are usually a real bad recipe for uh, losing money. But, you know, I'm on uh, San Francisco this week, Pat. I wish you luck, buddy. We're friends, but uh, I've already bet on the Niners. Four right. and a half. And I, I've already bet on the Cardinals, minus four. So, Pizzola, I guess you're yeah. the tiebreaker with this. I'm guessing you're on San Francisco. I'm not on San Francisco, but I certainly lean that way. I mean, when we look at what the look-ahead line in this game was, so if we were to bet San Fran, Arizona last week, it was Arizona minus two and a half. So there's been quite an adjustment because if you're going through three in the NFL, it's the most key number going from two and a half to four is a pretty big shift over the course of one week. And granted, you know, the Niners do have some injuries. We can't ignore them. Like their left tackle is hurt. Uh, potentially going to miss the game. George Kittle is pretty banged up right now. Trey Lance isn't the, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo is not the only injury, but what I will say that uh, uh, this about the Cardinals in general, they're four and zero against the spread. People have been betting them. They've been winning money. 
historically speaking, fading these teams that go 3-0, 4-0, 5-0 against the spread is pretty strong because the market tends to overvalue them. People want to continuously bet them. And I think that's part of the reason why you get this price with the 49ers just in general. And the other thing I will say is the Cardinals defense this year has actually surprised me quite a bit in that they've been well above average. But the problem for this defense going forward is going to be stopping the run. And I do think Kyle Shanahan, while he is horrible at making in-game decisions, has no idea when to go for it, when to punt. Like, oh, brutal. brutal. Nobody's like, worse than Pozzola. Nobody's worse than Pete Carroll and the Seahawks staff. These guys have continually, year after year, game after game, lost games with better talent. You saw it against your Cowboys in the playoffs. Everything's working. Baldwin. Bam, bam, lock it. Hey, let's run into a wall for minus one yards in the playoff game. They fire Schottenheimer. They bring in a new guy. Fourth and two. Let's run a basic run play. Like, these guys are stooges. That's why Marcy's like, hey, you're down on Seattle. I'm down on Seattle because they never outcoach anybody. They're always the stupid kid in the room. Oh, Carol is is Carol He's a cheerleader. Gets, Put a skirt gets- on him. I think the average football fan thinks Pete Carroll is a good coach. No, oh, he's and horrible. It, and he's got to be one of the worst. If not like, the. If not the worst. I, I, like, there's di- there's different elements of coaching, right? It's getting your team prepared, game planning mm-hmm. or whatever. But the guy, first of all, the game plan every week is let's run on first down. Let's yes, run on second down. Exactly. And let's let Russ try to build us out on, on third down. And honestly, I can't wait to see. I, I know this pains you, Cam, as a Seahawks fan. I can't wait to see Russell Wilson with a new team next year because no, no it's like, puzzle. I'm over it because I'm going to be honest with you. I'm actually really mad at the organization for what they did to Russell Wilson year after year, not atten- paying attention to the line. You've ruined this guy. You had a special quarterback and instead you you've let him die because you didn't care. You get horrible linemen. You don't draft them. And Pete Carroll thinks, Oh, don't worry about it. Next man up stuff. But when you have the 30th ranked guy on the offensive line giving the ball to your quarterback, we have a problem, don't we? A oh, big for problem. Sure. Like watching Pete Carroll strategize in these games reminds <laughs> me of watching Cust try to strategize like when he's buying these Monopoly, McDonald's Monopoly tickets. Like what Cust has failed to realize is that each of the, the blocks, like each of the different colors on the board, there is a rare piece. They're, yes. they're not all equally common. So if you fill up your board with two of each color, guess what? You're winning nothing. Like it's all about the rare piece. So what does it matter that you're close to you winning on every Maybe he's thing. playing for a push, Pozzola. Like he wants the free filet of fish. He wants the Big Mac. He wants all, like, you know what I mean? He thinks, oh, I want it one in every three. Maybe I'll get a free uh, piece of food or, you know, some something like that. But I, I'm with you. I think the Monopoly game, I did that one year and invested too much money. You never win. And by the way, somebody in the Maritimes is winning or like in a rare province. You think they're going to put that stuff in? Like, where's Cuss living, Pat? Does he live by you? Yeah, he lives he, by you. Right? Yeah, Cuss lives like 15 minutes from me now. Oh, okay. So I'm, I'm actually saying he has a better probability in my in my uh, experience. I don't have total data to analyze this, but I think in most parts of Canada, they give it to the rare villages and uh, lower populated provinces than Ontario and British Columbia. That's what I'm thinking. And Quebec is not a part of these contests a lot of the time. Like Alaska and Hawaii, they get screwed. Well, Cuss' only reason for playing is that so he can win. He doesn't care about the prize. He just wants to be in the commercial. <laughs> Hopefully he's not sliding in with his pants down like the one we saw this last week. I mean, uh, uh, listening to Cuss break down like the game theory behind McDonald's honestly made me want to just jump, like jump right out the window over here. I, I could not handle it. Like 
first of all, but yeah, the guys, you're, you're right, Cam. He's very excited when he wins like an egg McMuffin. He's like, oh yeah, like this is what I was going for. The problem yes. is he's spending like 50 bucks a day on McDonald's to win an egg McMuffin. Like do the math here. Yeah, it's you know, also, you're putting in a lot more than you're getting in return. I'm going to be also very honest. Like my doctor gave me a bad bill of health the last time I went in there. Like, that's the last thing, you know, like you don't need to, you haven't you seen that movie with the documentary and the guy every 30 days, like you can't eat McDonald's every day. It's pretty simple. Like I got enough health problems. Uh, so that's probably not a good recipe for blood pressure. This one will send you spinning though, Cam. He's not eating all the food. Oh, he's throwing out the remainder of the food <laughs> that he can't eat. Now, now I'm disgusted. Like you're telling me you're buying food and throwing it out. Oh my God. This guy needs more help than I thought. I thought I had problems. What a whack job. Bizarre. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm dead serious. <laughs> the guy's buying food and throwing it out. At least give it to a homeless guy. Let him get high blood pressure. Anyway, Pizzola, I'm sorry. What a clown. Pizzola gold pick. Where are you going? Um, I'm going to go to um, Kansas City. Uh, I know it's minus three on DraftKings oh right now. God. On, Against on the, the Bills? You're, you're coming out with the Chiefs that hard? Wow, I'm coming Pizzola. out I'm hard. sorry, Pizzola. Go, just keep, talk, keep talking. How many times in our lifetime do you think we're going to get Patrick Mahomes as a field goal favorite at home? Or, not, many. Like, not many. It's not going to happen. So here's the thing I will say about the Chiefs. People are very down on them because of their defense. Everyone's like, oh, Kansas City, defense is a problem. It can't stop anyone or whatever. And what people fail to, to focus in on is that their offense right now is producing at a historically elite clip. So one metric I look at in the NFL is EPA per play. Uh, for those who want to look into advanced metrics, that's something I would suggest taking a look at in general. The Chiefs are number one in EPA per play. The difference between them and the number two spot is the same as the difference between the number two team and the number seven team in the NFL. They are that much better on offense than every other team. And people keep pumping the Bills defense like, oh, this Buffalo defense is amazing and so on and so forth. Well, I mean, they face Ben Roethlisberger. They faced Jacoby Brissett. They faced Taylor Heineke. And they faced, who was it last week? Uh, Houston. Houston. Mills. Mills. Yeah. Like, they faced nobody. This is a huge step up in class. Matt Milano's probably going to miss the game for them. The Chiefs are going to get a couple cornerbacks back as well. So, personally, I think this is kind of like a recency bias type of thing. We completely forget that the Chiefs just blew the doors off of the Bills in the playoffs last year. Um, And, frankly... Couple things go right for the Chiefs. This year. Like if Clyde Edwards Hilaire doesn't fumble against the Ravens, if Mahomes doesn't turn it over three times within the Chargers 30 yard line, we're probably looking at a spread of like four and a half here. Instead, we're looking at at minus three, minus one oh five at DraftKings. So uh, that's gonna be my gold pick. I mean, I'm a believer in the Bills. I just don't think that they're at this level yet where they should be valued this way against the Chiefs. Well, there's two things in play here you said the recency bias and you're right in the fact that they played no one the issue with those sorts of teams is we actually don't know how good they are when it comes especially on the defensive side of the ball because even against pittsburgh it took a special teams block punt touchdown for pittsburgh to end up beating them it's not like pittsburgh was moving the ball on them maybe the defense is really good not to say they're gonna like stymie the chiefs but if the chiefs don't put up like 40 in this game i don't know if they can actually stop anyone like the bills might be better than the chiefs at this point of the season and i think i mean if we want to talk about like a a grand narrative i just don't think that even though they've not been great so far, I still don't think the Chiefs care all that much about what's going on right now. It feels like their only goal is to win enough games to get into the playoffs and have everyone healthy and just make a run. That seems to be their goal my, this year. 
My only counter to that is they're two and two right now. They've lost. They're looking at teams within their division, like the Chargers, the Broncos, even the Raiders. Like it's a very competitive division. And I'm not saying that the Chiefs want this game more than the Bills. Like I, I don't buy into the the whole like motivational angles because these are pro athletes. Like they they this is a huge game. Both teams want to win, but just in general here, like what's the the reality? What's more likely for the Bills that they're an elite defense or maybe just an above average defense. Like if you look at their personnel on defense as a whole, do they have any huge game changers? They have Trey White, and then you'd probably say no. It's not like some other elite defenses in the past where they have, you know, ball hawks all over the field. Then on top of that, if you go back to last year and look at their defensive numbers, they were right around league average. So what's caused this spike over the course of a year in the off season? Okay. They added to their pass rush a little bit, but they really didn't make all that much changes in personnel. So personally, I'm just looking at this as they've benefited from a really horrible um, opposing quarterback class so far this year. And, and I, I mean, I think this is going to be a bargain and we'll look back on the Chiefs being a, a real bargain here. I mean, listen, we can be right or wrong on these games, but I, I'm, I'm willing to go to bat with Pat Mahomes at minus three any day of the week. This is going to be an odd situation for this Bills defense. And one of the things that we see with defense year over year in the NFL is sometimes it's not, I mean, it, it's sort of like trying to predict, you know, what's super random, like golf putting round to round defense. Yes. You can have a solidified base, but you can go from the number one defense to the number nine defense really quickly without much changing at all. Just based on weird variants in football where offense tends to be a lot more sticky in that way. So maybe the bills have essentially the same defense, but they have pretty decent depth. Even if Milano is going to end up being out for this game, we don't know that yet. I I'm just willing to say, I listen, I'm not going to bet this game because I don't have a strong lean either way. I would lean the bills because I think that this just based on what we've seen from these two teams so far, that it seems like the Bills are hitting their stride. They might be peaking way too early in the season, but it seems like they're really gunning to have that high level of offense right now. And everyone's kind of healthy for them at the moment. And that's not necessarily the case even on the defense for the Chiefs. I just don't know if they can get enough stops. And Brian Dable is smart enough. I mean, we saw this last week with the Eagles. The Eagles had the right strategy against they the did. They just weren't they, smart. They, sure they, just weren't, they just weren't good enough to execute it. The Bills are. The issue is, Pizzola, and you know, watching football, the Chiefs are getting predictable. It's like what we talk about Pete Carroll. They're running the same damn plays all the time, and teams are starting to figure it out. The thing was, they were so much above everybody, they're still executing, but not in the same way. They need to get more creative. You're right about Hilaire. He's got fumbleitis and stuff, but I got to believe this. We're not all cyborgs. You know, if you stab me, blood comes out, not oil. I, you know what I mean? And the thing is, the Bills are looking at this game saying this team has beat our ass so many times. I think they're just, this is huge for them. I think it's bigger for the bills than the chiefs. I know you want to take the human element out of it, but I'm kind of with Mayo on this one. I think the bills find a way to get it done and win, but what the hell do I know? Anyway, I'm cheering for the bills because I'd really like to see them beat the chiefs and I'm sick and tired of the city of the Buffalo being everyone's armpit. You know, I, I'd like to see these guys get happy once in a while. It's a gloomy enough world out there. I'm, I'm struggling. I don't understand how we can't get through one of these episodes without you making a reference to stabbing someone or being stabbed. I don't, I don't really know what it is, but we try to keep, I don't it, even you know, like knives. No, I don't stab anybody. I, I use them to peel fruit and vegetables and stuff, but I don't really care. Actually, I'm not going to lie. When I hear noises and stuff, and there've been some prowlers, I do have a knife upstairs ready to go with a golf club. Uh, if somebody comes in my house. Maybe I'm paranoid, but, I, but, like, but there's been a lot of robberies. Fist? There's There's been a lot of robberies in the area. We actually have the guy on tape. He looks very familiar. I saw him down 
I, I had to get some keys cut the other day and this guy looked, I'm telling you, Pozzola, I'm, I'm doing better than these cops on these shows. I think I know the perpetrator. I can't obviously attack somebody without knowing 100% for positive. But I'm telling you, if this guy steps into my house, you're making a big mistake, dude. If I'm not choked out with my sleep machine, you're in big trouble. I do, I, I do have weaponry upstairs because you know what? I got to protect myself. And I don't believe in, I don't have a gun. And I would walk never me through, uh, walk me through the thought process of the knife and the golf club. Like, are, are you going to put one in each hand as you chase golf clubs down? quick? No golf club you need, because if the guy's farther away, the golf club, Got if it. he gets too tight and I'm in big trouble, yeah. I might have to like go for a weapon. That's going to cause major pain golf club. The whole objective of golf club is to hit stun and mm. not kill and get roll them out and just get out of my place and never come back again. Cause next time you're going to get two hits knife as if I'm in trouble. <laughs> I got to do something and I got to defend myself. Anyway, I know this sounds insane and ridiculous, but I don't have a pet. I don't have, you know, I used to have Portuguese Joe, my other roommate. So we have two people, no problem. Then we're like the guys in big trouble. I'm just telling you, my neighbor's car got broken into multiple robberies in the area. Used to be a nice complex and there's a lot of scumbags. Most of them go into your car for change for, you know, looking for crack and stuff like that. Some guys are getting aggressive and they're trying to break in. Once you get into somebody's house, Okay. Once you get into somebody's house, that's the mistake you made because it's scary. You've invent, you've gone on my property and gone in my domicile. And now I'm scared, freaked out. Don't worry about the consequences, bro. Cause you better hope that sleep machine that I've had about 30 beers that I can't wake up or else you're going to be in big trouble. You get a tailor made to the back and then don't get too close. Kansas City minus three is yes. Pizzola's pick. Uh, I have an alternate Pat, way. To... You know, you agree with me? Don't you agree? Say something, Matt. Mayo, you got kids now. Some oh, yeah. Guys, like, you Go got there, a family. Listen. You got to be like a papa bear, man. You, you step in my place. That's your, yeah. You made a bad choice, brother. And I love humanity. But you can't do that stuff. True, and I got no time for intruders. No matter how bad I was or broke I was, I deliver. You deliver something. You get a job. You figure something out. You know what I mean? Whatever. You don't break into people's houses. That's a problem. I got no time for intruders. You got you should you should like cat like put that on a t-shirt or something. I think yeah. that's that's gold. Right? Sounds like a Slipknot song. No time for intruders. I mean, it it kind of could be. Uh, it kind of could be, yeah. <laughs> but they can't intrude to not. play that concert yes. you want to go to. Yes, yes, exactly. Well, the Knot Fest was canceled, but like Knot Fest. <laughs> yeah, but but it, I don't think it, like I think it, Dave Mustaine of Megadeth. I'm pretty sure he's not vaccinated. He's so, an old guy, man. Like right, they were they were going to play in Quebec before Ontario, yeah. and it, it, you, there's vaccine passports in Quebec. Like it's very hardcore, more strict than Ontario right now. So. I don't think he could get into Quebec and they just basically canceled the Canadian legs of the tour, which is very disappointing because there's some pretty good bands on there. And uh, I want to see a concert like, yeah, you know, it's Dave been Mustaine, too long. He's 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 putting the redheads to shame as Cam, yeah. Uh, Cam would say. <laughs> yeah, bad, bad ginger, bad ginger. If you want to play the night game, the Sunday night game risk free, I do have an option for people out there. So you can hit the description and find this out. PrizePicks.com is giving you $25 if you're a first-time player, if you use code MMNNFL. You put in that code, you make your deposit, you get a deposit match of up to $100. So you deposit $100, you get $200. But if you play an entry for the Sunday night football game, and you don't have to have Josh Allen, you have one bill, one chief, that's it, and over and under. You can have more than that if you want. You can go with three people. But you get a free $25 in your account if Josh Allen completes over one pass. So if he completes two passes, actually, no, it's one or more. If he completes one pass, you just get $25. So 
they're literally giving you free money to come join prizepicks.com. So code MMNNFL. At least you can ensure yourself being up $25 at some point, which is maybe the best tactic to play on this game for me. Because I, unless I find a prop I like here, I, I don't think I'm going to go hard to the window unless it's bill's money line but i don't have enough confidence put the bills in a teaser maybe i don't play get them them up the nine and a half play teasers and i don't i know hey hey, steve you're right pat you're smart you're smart because remember what like pozzola knows these guys too like i know we a lot of johnny knuckles in the old days and stuff i'll never forget that we're sitting outside just smoke teasers keep the lights on like what Teasers keep the light. Like, that's like, you know, like guys who just strictly play teasers. It's good. In the NFL, I don't mind it, though, because the numbers are pretty sharp. Like in a college game, a lot of the time, like you're playing with teasers, you just might as well just piss your money away, give it to somebody. But I find sometimes in the primetime games, like look at last night, the game middled. Rams won, Seattle yep. covers the teaser. That happens a lot. Just saying. Just saying. That's all. Did, did Seattle cover the teaser last night? What was the final? Big time, nine and a half. Yeah, yeah, they well, lost. It depends on what you play. So this is a thing with teasers, yeah, right? I mean, seven point, you know, six, six, six and a half, yeah. seven. It depends on what you play. But the reality is, the books are going to lose money on teasers for about three quarters of the weeks in the season. But when they do win, it's yeah. a massive win because it's a big favorite that lost. Good call, right? Um, so there's a couple like last week is an example. Saints lost outright. Titans Jets. lost outright. So many people had had teased those games, and it's a huge week for the books because of that. So you, that's you, one of those things. Would yeah. you like to guess who had both those teams on his teaser? Cust? Yes. Yeah. And, and, and funny, we had the Giants and Jets. We did the New York two-step, the opposite of Cust. Yeah, that, that, I mean, despite uh, not yeah. having the greatest picks week overall, we did give out the the, the New Jersey, New Jersey money line parlay. Yes, we did. I, I saw that's, pe- that's, a, that's I saw, aggressive in itself. I saw people Come play on. it. That they, they cashed it. That was great news. I wish, yeah. I wish I had played it a little bit harder. Cam, gold pick. Gold pick. Hey, Pat, you bring me on the show to talk about intruders and to make bold picks? Yeah, here you go. Bengal cats. Give me the Cincinnati Bengals over the Green Bay Packers is my gold pick. People are like, oh, why is the line three, three and a half? Well, I'll tell you something. Joe Burrow and that offense, I don't even care about Joe Mixon. The way Chase is playing right now in the receivers, they're going to have a field day against an injured Packers team. Everyone's talking about Green Bay. They're overrated, man. You guys didn't even do great against Pittsburgh. The Lions were beating your ass for a half and the, and the Saints. This team is not as good as everyone thinks. Cincinnati Bengals outright in this game. Joe Burrow is going to go off. Chase, if you like props, him to get a touchdown, all sorts of guys. I'm all over Cincinnati this week. Am I insane? Maybe. That line's there for a reason, Pozzola. Sometimes we got to look between the lines. Give me the Bengals. Is it three and a half, Pat, on DraftKings? Three, whatever the hell it is, they're winning outright. Give me the damn points. Let's go. Money yeah. line two. Yeah, it's down to two and a half on DraftKings Sportsbook. What? That's it. Yeah, three, three. The line's three. But anyway, I'll take the there Bengals. are sp- there are sports books with three. So like, all right, we'll, I'll, we'll I'll give you, you three. three. I'll give you. I'll give you yeah. three. You can have plus. I thought three. it was three and a half. I was like, give me yep. three. Wow, these guys see sharp, sharp lines there, Pat. Anyway, I like the Bengals, yeah. but I'm pretty dull. I, 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 like, I, I like the Bengals I, too. And as do I. I mean, I, I think on it. Yeah, obviously, we look at this number and we'd say like Green Bay minus two and a half, minus three. What are we missing? We're not missing anything, anything. really. Like, what, here's the thing: the Packers' defense stinks. The pa- Packers' defense is 25th in the league in EPA per play, and they've played. They gave New Orleans the best offensive game they're going to have the entire year. And like Cam said, the other games, Pittsburgh and Detroit, like they're playing nobodies, and they still can't stop them. And now you get the Cincinnati Bengals who come in here. They're probably going to get T Higgins back at wide receiver. 
Like, good luck trying to defend T. Higgins, Jamar Boyd. Chase, Tyler <laughs> Boyd, without Jair Alexander as well, who just yep. got hurt for the Packers last week. They lost Preston Smith, which is a big issue for them because Zadarius Smith, their other great pass rushers on IR already. So they have no pass rush, and they're missing their top cornerback against a Bengals team that can really spread the field. And to your point, Cam, if Joe Mixon is out, like this is no disrespect to Joe Mixon. It's good. It's, it's, a, a, it's a good thing that yeah. Mixon is out of this game because they have to pass more. Exactly. It forces them into a game plan that works better for them because this Packers defense can't defend the pass. So, um, yeah, I mean, is it scary betting against Aaron Rodgers? Of course yes. it is. It always is. But like we're trying to guess which of these is the right side. I think the Bengals are the right side in this game. I love the point you bring up about Mixon because it was the same point I brought up about Josh Jacobs and the Raiders in that Monday night game. I think they would have been far more competitive if Jacobs had just sat again because they wouldn't have felt the obligation to turn around and just hand them off for no yards every single time. Like they put themselves in such a hole because they have it in their mind. Like Josh Jacobs is a good player. He's a good running back. But he can't be the focal point of your offense if you're trying to beat the Chargers. He just can't. I mean, l- listen, I- I'm very much in the, the running backs are replaceable uh, camp. Like, I- I'm not saying that, you know, the-, the backup on every team is the exact same as the starter, but you're not going to get enough production out of the backup. Uh, sorry, out of the like a difference in production to make a big difference. And the reality of this is certain teams in the NFL have figured this out. You, you pass to win. Like, y- y- yes, you-, you need to keep the defenses honest. I love what um, Gioff's uh, fa- favorite coach there, Staley, said this week about, yeah, we're going to run the ball because there's a physicality in the NFL where you can't just pass 100% of the time. you got to keep that defense honest, make them make some plays, make them tackle. But for the most part, passing is the way to go. And I think that's like teams are starting to figure this out. And I mean, in this day and age, with the amount of defensive pass interference that gets called, like you throw a ball downfield, it doesn't have to be caught. I still believe, Pozzola, I still believe, though, you need an element of a run game. And this is the thing. Teams have been drafting fast, undersized linebackers and players for a long time. Like everything in life, there's trends and it flips. When we get real, and we're not talking about, I'm just talking about wins and losses, not point spreads. You need to establish and pound the crap out of each other. Why, Like teams like Tennessee get better because over time, over time, these players who are fresh at the start of the year start to get beat down. They're very good athletes, but they're not big people. You got to continue like meat. You got to tenderize them, tenderize them, tenderize them. And then eventually things are going to get better. I still think you need an element of the run game, but you're absolutely correct. The way the NFL is called now, I'm surprised bad teams just don't go up, throw it up in the air and have try to get your receiver mug because they're going to call pass interference on every damn play. But even look at how some of the defenses play in the NFL now they actually encourage the opponents to run. Like they want yeah, the team, some t- other yeah, teams to run true. as much as possible. They play two high safeties. The Bills do this a lot. Just, everyone was ragging on the Bills run defense last year. Oh, they can't stop the run, this and that. Well, they don't even try to stop the run. They want the other teams to run over and over because then they know they're going to face a third down situation because the team's going to pick up four or five yards and they're going to go to third down yeah. more regularly than if they're passing. So, I mean, it, you're right. It's very cyclical. Like we're, we're in this... Uh, day and age now where teams have started to figure out that that passing is the way to go and i'm sure the nfl will implement some rules down the road that maybe make it more advantageous to run the ball or or whatever but as it stands right now the the bengals losing joe mixon for this game like doesn't even move the needle for me because it, it probably forces them into an even smarter game plan than if he was there 
When it comes to hydration, there's one product that professional athletes just can't get enough of. Elevate hydration from Beam. I'm talking about racing legend Danica Patrick, PGA Tour winner Billy Horschel. They swear by elevated hydration because when you're not hydrated, well, we know the feelings from headaches to fatigue. You simply don't feel your best. Elevate gives your body the electrolytes it's craving thanks to a supercharged stack of electrolytes like coconut water and pink Himalayan. Himalayan. Like coconut water and pink Himalayan sea salt sourced entirely from nature. Plus, they make your water taste amazing. I have been using Beam, to be perfectly honest with you, because I enjoy a nice wine from time to time. Uh, To get rid of my hangovers in the morning, I just pound some Beam before I go to bed with my water and then have some more when I wake up. I don't feel as hungover. And that is a huge win for Pat Mayo when you do so many shows in the morning. You want a nice, I wouldn't say it's a hangover cure. You want your headaches to kind of subside in the mornings? Beam is where you want to be. Elevate comes in three flavors for specific needs. There's Elevate Balance, made with pre-probiotics for digestive balance. Elevate Energy, made with caffeine for sustained energy. And Elevate Recovery, that's me, made with collagen peptides and branched-chain amino acids for tired muscles and joints. So here it is. Our listeners, the listeners of the show right now, can get a free Elevate sample pack by going to beamorganics.com slash mayo. That's B-E-A-M organics.com slash mayo to get your free sample pack. Stay hydrated, y'all. And it comes with the Pat Mayo personal endorsement of better energy in the morning after wine. As most listeners of the Pat Mayo experience can attest, then I'm kind of a pretentious jerk. But that applies to my real life, too, just very quietly, not as boisterous as I am on this show because I'd rather be caught dead than wearing my favorite pair of sweatpants outside the house. And why is it that clothes that are the most comfortable are the most unattractive? Fortunately, I got a solution for that. That's why you got to check out Public Rec. They make elevated athleisure wear in multi-dimensional sizes because they believe that comfort starts with a better fit. And I can attest to this. I received my public rec pants in the mail the other day, just started wearing them outside and no one can tell the difference. And they are completely comfortable. They look like real pants, not jogging pants. They're absolutely excellent. Highly recommend that you go to Public Rec and check this out. Their best-selling all-day, everyday pant is now available in over 40 different sizing combinations that can fit men anywhere from 5'8", that's me, to nearly 7 feet tall. That's not me, but that could be you. A better fit is the secret to making these comfortable pants look good. Now, your favorite lounge pants can also be your go-tos for work, happy hour, the gym, wherever it is. After a year at home, they're the pants that you need. Public Rec spent years engineering the perfect blend of softness, stretch, and durability. It's all the performance benefits you love with the added style for more formal occasions. They also have zipper pockets, so no more having your phone or wallet fall out of your pants when you sit down. Problem for me, by the way. Zipper pants, let's go! They come in nine different colors, one for each day of the week, and then some, because as you may know, checking out the Gregorian calendar, there are only seven days in the week and that way you don't have to double up on pants either nine different colors match any combination you want with your shoes with your hat whatever it may be public rec rarely discounts but right now they have an exclusive offer just for pat mayo experience listeners go to publicrec.com and use promo code mayo m-a-y-o to receive 10 percent off that's public rec r-e-c 
com and use our promo code MAYO for 10% off. Silver picks for week five in the NFL. If you want to look up what Pizzola is talking about in terms of EPA added, whether it be by receiver, whether it be by passing play, you can find all of that at runthesims.com and the advanced stats hub. That's completely free to use if anyone wants to go do it you can customize your search any way you want i'm looking at it right now uh just for expected points added through the passing game so far this season it's kansas city the rams arizona san francisco the chargers so if you play in one of the west divisions chances are that your epa passing is uh, through the roof but pozola silver pick i don't typically love to lay a lot of points in the nfl but i'm gonna lay it with the vikings this week against the lions so eight and a half at DraftKings right now which in my opinion, that's a good line. I see yeah, tens. it is relative to market. You nine, nine and a half elsewhere. You're right, Cap. Mm-hmm. So the thing with the, the Vikings is they looked horrible last week, right? Against the Browns, which I mean, in hindsight, the Vikings don't have a very good offensive line. The Browns have very good pass rush anchored by Miles Garrett and Kirk Cousins stinks under pressure. This has been the MO for his entire career. Well, now he's going from the number one pass rush in the league to the number 32 pass rush in the league in the Detroit Lions. And who just did that last week? Well, it was the Chicago Bears. They played the Browns the week before with a, you know, Justin Fields looked like a deer in the headlights, plays the Lions the next week, and all of a sudden he looks like a competent quarterback. And the Lions have so many injuries on defense, I just don't know how they get stops against the Vikings. So now it's a matter of, okay, do the Lions have enough offense to cover this spread? Could they possibly backdoor it? Their offensive line is in shambles. Their left tackle and right tackle are already on IR and have been for weeks now. They lose their center, Frank Ragnow, who's also on IR now. And then Panay Sewell, who they drafted this year as well, is probably going to miss this game. Huge losses. Backup lineman. So, like, this is one of the games where Minnesota this year can dominate both lines of scrimmage. And in my opinion, in the NFL, when you can dominate both lines of scrimmage, you have a very good path to success. Kirk Cousins is going to have a lot of time. Uh, for me, this should be a double-digit spread. So uh, I'm going to hopefully end this run of winless silver picks this year, and I'm going to back the Vikings laying eight and a half. Hey, the the big spreads have worked out well for us. When I went to the well with Bills minus 17 last week. and <laughs> Yeah, great pick. Wasn't even close. <laughs> the Bills Never cr- in doubt. The Bills Never crushed. in doubt. I, I was thinking about doing the same thing in with the silver pick for the Patriots, but like they might be down four offensive linemen that they might just kind of take it a little bit easy, probably win the game. That spread starts to w- wig me out, but will the Texans score a point? That seems to be the, the big question every single week now. Cam, silver pick. Pizzola's uh, got Minnesota. Uh, Who you got? It's it's tough, Pat. Like, I'm going to give the old tungsten on Twitter because I usually like four or five games, not three, but I'm going to go back. Pizzola's uh, nemesis, his Achilles heel, Cam's Colts. Give me seven points with the Indianapolis Colts against the Baltimore Ravens. I think they're in a good spot. Hey, I'm not going to tell you Carson Wentz is a great quarterback. He holds the ball too long, but I'm going to tell you Baltimore, I think, is a tad overrated. I think Indianapolis, they can establish a run game with Jonathan Taylor in this spot, and I think it's going to be a hell of a lot closer than anyone thinks. I think the Ravens, if they win, they squeak out a victory. I'm getting a full touchdown here. Indianapolis, they saved their season against Miami. I'm going to ride the train one more week. It was tough. I was going to take uh, the Browns against the Chargers, but I went down this boulevard instead with Cam's Colts. CC, Canadian club, something I like. Cam's Colts, good to me last week. Let's go, baby. Give me the Indianapolis Colts. 
plus seven. We'll give you the seven. It's six and a half at DraftKings Sportsbook right now. It's been <laughs> well, I feel like I'm like I'm a thief. Like I'm trying to like shave points or whatever. I'm just sorry. I'm just on covers. I'm just looking at the line. It says seven. So I'm listen, just we, we we know sorry. that it it is seven somewhere. There's there's spots with seven. Yeah, I mean, it's not yeah, like I'm saying give me. It's yeah. not like I'm saying give me the Colts nine and a half ten. Yeah. Like no, no, we, like, we, we know we know you're not dealing. We know you're not yes. dealing with fake numbers here. The best way to go yeah. find like the site shopping. I mean, Rob, you can tell them about Betstamp. You know, Cam, listen, I told you last week to create a free account on Betstamp. You didn't. I'll create one for you. But yes, honestly, it's the best way to line shop in general because you just put in all your sports books. It's going to surface the best price available to you at every given time. And you know the difference between betting a six and a half and seven, Cam. Like, I don't have to tell you. No, you don't. But if there's a seven on the board, you're going to want that instead of the six and a half or or buying points with the six and a half. So, yes, Betstamp. Download it uh, on Android or iOS, or you can just check out the website, betstamp.app. But it's a very, Can very I download it on my thing. Apple computer? Yeah, of course. Yeah. You just go to okay. the website. You don't Sounds have to good. download it. You just go check it Anyway, no, I just app. had to download the Zoom for the meeting, and I had a lot of problems earlier. But, you know, I got a lot of things going on, but I figured it out. But thank you. Sorry, Pat. That was, yeah, that was pretty dumb. But uh, I know you ripped me for my cable last week, Rob, but there's a lot of moving parts there. But well, we're not going to get into that. Well, I, I didn't take you for an Apple guy, to be honest. Yeah, Is this like uh, they made thing? I got to be honest with you. They made me buy an Apple. You think I'd buy an Apple? Pat, Pat Mayo, like I'm going to tell you a story. Like when I first started working at Fantasy Sports, like Pat always impressed me. Like he was cutting and editing his own stuff. You have to remember, I'm not an old man with a walker yet. But when I went to school, we cut on tape and reel to reels. Basically, like you're doing, blo- like I got, I got like, like, we're, you know what I mean? I got a razor blade going, hey, Johnny, bring, bring the stuff. Like, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm cutting tape. Oh, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, sounds good. Okay. I got to put that fire alarm music in there. You're cutting, you're splicing, you're putting it together. Mayo was a maven. He was on that computer cutting his own. Look where he is today because he actually figured out the technology. I'm telling you, man. It's uh, wild stuff. But anyway, everybody at work, long story short, uh, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Everybody's got an Apple, so they made me get an Apple. Okay, I would have got a, I would have got a Hewlett Packard. It was way cheaper, but this is the way things got to be. Apples are good for multimedia and good if everyone else, I mean, if everyone else around you if has everyone an, has one, if everyone has one, it works way. out well. I mean, realistically, there's no yes. real difference. If It's all just down to preference. And, you know, hipsters like myself like to look cool with their MacBook Pros, which I'm looking at right now in front of me. My... Silver pick, 0-4 so far this season. Got to get off the schneid. So I'm just taking who I think is objectively a better team in this matchup that's less than a field goal. I Sometimes like, you can have a really good read on these less than field goal games if you just think that one team is significantly better than the other. Now, the problem is, Cam, you've been fire with these silver picks. I just heard you say the opposite of this. I love the Chargers against the Browns. I just think the Chargers are better. They will make, Really? They will make better... Okay, Pizzola, let me ask you this. How much do you think Staley's in-game decision-making versus Stefanski's is going to play a role here? How many points is that Good worth? Good point. Well, I, here's the thing. Like, I actually think very highly of Stefanski because he utilizes a ton of play action just in general. He's a fairly aggressive coach. So I don't think it's a massive coaching mismatch, but I actually do like the matchup quite a bit for the Chargers just in general, particularly because it looks like the left tackle for the Browns, Jedrick Wills, is not going to play in this game, or at least he's really, really banged up. And I think that's a huge problem against this Chargers pass pass rush just in general. I mean, it's one of those games that I could see so many, like such a wide range of outcomes, right? Like everyone's trashing Baker Mayfield right now. He can't hit a throw. He's also, he's also hurt, man. I I know it's, yeah, the guy's playing with a frigging harness. And, 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 and and to, to the other point, Pat, I agree. Here's the thing about Stefanski. 
Like I know you, like Rob, you're an intelligent person. Pat's an intelligent person. You don't have to tell me you're an intelligent person. I'll figure it out. Stefanski's one of these guys now. It's like he's believing his own hype. And Cleveland is, instead of running simple plays with Nick Chubb, who averaged like, the guy's running like seven and a half yards of carry. Now they're trying trick plays on fourth down. They're doing stupid things. Like you watch a Cleveland game. It's like, guys, sometimes simple is good. Just execute. You have the players to do it. You have Chubb and Hunt. And these guys are doing stupid things, running ridiculous plays. Pozzola, you know Stefanski's smarter than that. But I don't know what's happening this year. The Cleveland Browns are trying too many weird things. In fourth downs, they're not executing. And they're trying to get cute. And that's where I could say, stop. You're a good football team. I'm going to be the guy that defends Stefanski in general, because I honestly, I think the Browns are just running the exact same offense as last year, but Baker's not hitting the, th- the throws. So maybe, yes, at some point you got to realize, okay, I don't have the quarterback that's going to be able to hit these throws. I need to change it up. Maybe we'll rely more heavily on the running game. And honestly, this wouldn't be a bad spot to start because the Chargers can't stop the run. They're one of the worst teams in the league at stopping the run. That's why they I like got, Cleveland. They got diced by the Cowboys on the ground. They got diced by the Chiefs on the ground. Like, like it's, it's not something that they're, that defense is built around. Although uh, I shouldn't say this too loud with Kenneth Murray uh, injured for the chargers, they might actually be able to stop the run now. Cause that guy absolutely stinks. Nobody send this to Jeff afterwards. He's going to ah, just going to have to get real and figure it out. Not every chargers a God or an above average <laughs> player. Ooh, the lightning bolts. I love the bolt chargers. up bolt more up. than my family. Bolt up, bolt up. Oh, I got my new Eckler Jersey. Anyway, like, it's like, dude, you're a grown man. Like, I, I get it. Like, I like the Seahawks, but I'll bet against these guys sometimes because I'm maybe a piece of crap or maybe because Pete Carroll doesn't pay my bills and has disappointed me when I've thrown big stacks of money on him. So anyway, that's what I'm saying. I like Cleveland. Here's the thing, guys. You got Chubb. He's the best damn running back going, and they don't even, oh, okay, we're going to let Chubb get 10 yards of carry, da 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 come down the field, and then we'll give Kareem Hunt the ball. Like, I'm, there's a lot of things. I actually think Cleveland is a very, very good team that is not – in co- they're not they don't look like a cohesive unit to me we haven't seen their best football yet let's put it that way I, I would agree I think the Browns are going to be fine long term but you know if I was redrafting a team today I would very clearly take Herbert over Baker especially a beat up yes, Baker with a, with a torn labrum in his left shoulder and he hasn't looked good since he took that hit against Houston he really hasn't and yeah Chubb can be a big problem but Pizzola, what you mentioned about Kansas City and Dallas in terms of running all over the Chargers they also have a pass game that needs to be respected the Browns don't right now a fair point. I mean, I, I personally just like both of these teams. I'll be completely honest with you guys. I like both coaching staffs. I think both of these teams are legitimate teams. The Chargers probably have a higher upside because their quarterback is better. Uh, and Herbert is like, he's, I, I, I'm not ready to put this guy uh, in Canton yet. Like the, like the announcers last week that were commentating uh, Monday Night Football, give this guy a bust in the Hall of Fame. It's like, okay, let's pump the brakes second year. But I think these are both really good football teams that, both will have some pretty decent uh, mismatches against the opponent's defense. I, I, personally, I lean Chargers um, just with the injuries that the Browns have. Greg Newsom, who didn't play last week at cornerback for them, I think that's a big blow defending, obviously, Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. But, um, I mean, it's, it's just a lean more than anything else. And I, 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 I like, I'd like to be betting on these teams a lot, honestly. Before we get to the bronze picks. Paul, can you throw that picture up on the screen? I want—I know Rob already chimed in on this, but Cam, I know you didn't see it yet. I need you to take a pick here. Which side of this candy box are you going for? Sorry, I can't. Man, I'm even okay. my eyes are going. I used to have better than 2020 vision when I went down to the golf course and used to get golf balls and sell them back to the golfers, avoiding eels and snapping turtles. 
Uh, what do I got here? Yeah. 50. It looks like the, 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 the okay. box with, the I'll, I'll read it out to you. How about and everything? Yeah. Okay, so, thanks. so, so, so the red box has Smarties, Arrow, Kit Kat and coffee crisp. And the black, yes. and the black box has regular M&Ms, dark M&Ms, mm-hmm. Twix, Snickers and Mars bars. I think this is a pretty easy to like, Close oh, and I'm going to go to Black Box all day. Yeah. Black Box is in a, it's, a, it's adult candy. No offense. If you like Arrow, you're a kid. Like you're under 12 years old and you don't even know what the hell's going on. Like stay in bed. That is a wafer bar. Where you're gonna dip, you're like you dip it in coffee. It disintegrates. It's it's wafers. Like it's a, it's not even like a real substance bar. Snickers is good for grown people. When you're hung over, it gives you substance. It's a good, it's a good, healthy, chunky bar. It's got nuts in it. <laughs> That's the things I need. If you want a chocolate bar, it's got to be loaded, right? Or if you want to just go off course and, you know, get stoned and have some some snacks, I think peanut butter cups are good. But I'd take the M&Ms and um, the Hardy bars over the, the week pack. I don't mind a Twix bar, especially with a cup of coffee or tea. But Smarties, that's a kid snack. Uh, Arrow, that's a weak bar. So anyway, Coffee Crisp and... Uh, and tw- uh, was it Twix? No, no, Coffee Crisp and uh, Kit Kat. Kit Which Kat. is fine. Thank it's you. Fine. Are, are solid. Those are those are good. But the other two make the box weaker. Give me the black box. I'll lay the points. So yeah. I, I just well, like, a couple well, of things. Like, well, hold on. I, I want to throw yeah. this to you. The only people picking the left box are people who love Coffee Crisp. That's it. Yeah. Coffee Crisp is great. Coffee good Crisp bar. is a great bar, just in general. But I'm not picking a box of fifty. Where first of all. They know that Coffee Crisp is a great bar. There's only going to be like five of them in yep. that 50. There's going to be loaded with the arrow in that 50. Arrow and Smarties? Arrow Smarties. You no can take it in a bag a and chuck it to your, chuck it at your neighbor's door. Take them. Like, I, I wouldn't. They're, not, they're brutal. I wouldn't eat Smarties if I had no food. Like, Smarties suck. They're, they're, they're horrible. I, yeah. I don't I don't know what the infatuation like compare the I agree. Smarties, Smarties to the sucks. M&Ms. Smarties M&Ms are way better than Smarties. Me and Pozzola, me and Pozzola agree on that. What are Smarties good for? Like if you got like a, a, a low flavor drink and coffee, just put the Smarties in and pour the coffee over it if you want like like the more chocolate in your in your loser drink because you didn't do the coffee properly and didn't put enough uh, powder in there. Uh, Smarties are for children. Uh, they're not even a real chocolate bar. If you actually go to the store and look at all the bars and buy Smarties, I don't even know what kind of person you are. You're a freak. I agree. And Smarties would never be a choice. But Smarties I'm- are like number eight, 89 out of 90. Like I don't even think there's a worse chocolate bar or a chocolate product out there than Smarties. They're the Detroit Is Lions there? of chocolate bars. Hey, I, li- I, I like the Lions. Like, well, how do you lose I mean- on a 66-yard field goal? Poor bastards in Detroit. Like, I, I really want the Lions to do well. What really fascinated me here was Cam breaking down each of these chocolate bars and calling the Snickers a healthy snack for one. First of all, was, no, not healthy snack. I said for an adult, it's a good, like when you're doing healthy? five hours, oh, yeah, you, 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 healthy. You, you said healthy. I did say healthy. That, healthy. Well, that's obviously okay. not true. I'm just saying it's got a lot of things in it. It's heavy and it's solid and it'll get you through the damn day. Like Snickers is right. Whoever came up in the boardroom, Snickers satisfies, you got it. It does satisfy. Smarties is the opposite of satisfaction. It's disappointment and regret. That's a fair point. The second thing that was I found fascinating was you can enjoy a Twix bar with a coffee or a tea, which I don't know how many people are drinking the tea with a with a Twix. Tea and Twix bars are amazing, dude. Like I'm a coffee man, but what? You don't even have like any, like, I don't know. Sometimes I don't have butter cookies, scones or whatever. My doctor told me to slow down on uh, a lot of things that I'm doing. So I have a tea every once in a while. Like I pound coffee. Well, Pat, no, I'm not ripping, I'm not ripping tea no, no. drinkers. Twix is a great, it's a dipper. It's a stick. That's you're what gonna it's dip, there You're for. dipping like a Twix 
in a, like a mint tea yes. is what you're no, telling no, me. No, 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 into an orange pico. No, it's orange, flavored okay, teas. But, I only do that like uh, that my doctor told me uh, herbals and uh, there's something to lower blood pressure. It's called, uh, it's uh, some berry or something. What the hell is that stuff called? Is it acai berry? Yeah, something like that. No, no, it's a little bit different. I'll get to it. But anyway, green teas are good for, for digestion. Turmeric's good for my blood pressure. So that tea's a little bit spicy. I'm telling you, Pozzola, regular orange pico, dip, dip, no problem. But I prefer coffee. Coffee's great for dipping anything. I'm actually kind of disgusted by this. Like I could never imagine drip, dipping a Twix into a tea regardless. And also if you're drinking the tea to help with the digestion, like probably the Twix on top of that is not doing you any favors. I'm not dipping it in green tea. I'm dipping it in regular tea. But anyway, you missed the damn point. We agreed on Smarties being a loser snack, okay? Yes. Disappointing. The, the, the black children. box is way better. Yes. Way if, you, better. if you pick the left box, you obviously got problems. Like you need to see help. You, you need uh, yeah. help. I, I only, the I, coffee I, crisp is a good bar. I only know one person who's taken, who has the claim that Smarties are better than M&M's. And he actually just texted me bragging about how he got his third airport in McDonald's Monopoly, like at the second. So he's. Cuss like Smarties? Oh, Cuss wow, loves man. Smarties. How does that surprise That's... you? And it's not really surprises me. It's just more disappointing. Like he's an adult. Yeah. Like, well, adults should never buy Smarties. Well, listen, I mean, adults need to have their thousand dollar budget for McDonald's monopoly for the month, which he has yeah. stated. I think he's up to like $138 now through four days, Rob. Did he? Okay. So you said he got his third airport, right? Yeah. Like, has is is one of the three that he got the rare one, no, or does he have no. the three? He has the three common ones. Yeah, but but he's so he, what is he? But he's super. He's super pumped and super excited that he's set up at all the places now. I'm but just disappointed. He, I don't live near him. He's so I can have the food. Yes. I just want his left. Like if you're gonna oh. buy bags of food, like it would have been nice, Pat. If I was your neighbor, I could just roll by cuss. He can leave it in a bag like it's trash, and I'll take it right off the front step. Like this guy's throwing out food. To get monopoly I, pieces, which is the, I don't even know what to say with that. I have that's, no, that's time, almost a criminal no offense. Yeah. No time for people who waste food. Like, honestly, I agree there's so many you. people that have no food to eat and then people are throwing food in the garbage. It's one of the most despicable I agree, acts Pizzola. that a human I agree being with can do. I'm with Pozzola on this one. If you're buying food to throw out, that's, that's not cool with me. That's it's not it's cool. one thing to switch the stickers on the food. It's a different thing. We're to going just back to this. I did it a long time ago. Okay. Long time ago. And by the way, when they originally put the stickers on the stuff and I'm at the checkout, there's a lot of the time. It's very difficult to do the 40 or 50% thing. We've already been all over this, man. Make it easier for the people who need to get in and out. And I don't do stickers anymore. I used to do it. Okay. I'm not going to lie. I used to switch stickers and I did a lot of stuff like that, but I'm trying to be a better person. I don't do that stuff anymore because some guy on Twitter called me. I was like, what about the guy in the meat department? And like the guy made me feel bad about doing it. Guy's like, wow, I'm taking people's jobs. Not really, but you know, I'm not going to steal. I'm not going to steal. Well, so when you say you don't do it anymore, it's, it's, you haven't done it since the Twitter guy called you out. No, like I haven't done ago? it in a long time. Two weeks like, ago? I, okay. yeah, well, that's fine. I'd say a long time. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. All right. Bronze picks. You can make it back to the meat guy, Cam, by giving him a winning bronze pick. Yeah. I don't Let's know why. The guy came guy came at me pretty hard. I think his dad must own a grocery store or something. I was like, yeah. listen, buddy, like, I'm not listen. here to rob you. Cam, Cam yeah. it's all good. When you see one of those guys and they say something you don't like, just instantly mute them. Then you never have to, never have to see them again. 
and yeah, you still get the follow. You still he get brought the follow. Up, he brought up good. He brought up good points, yeah, but he, I'm going to say yeah. I do believe some people have the right to do that stuff if they're in a bad state. Like I won't hold it against you. Give me the 49ers. Uh, I'll take the four points, Pat. I don't like going against you since uh, you're hosting the show and we like to be a team here. Like this is the thing. Like uh, I almost think we can't be on the same stuff unless we're all going to be on it together instead of apart. But it made for good stuff last week when Bazola called me out about uh, the, the horseshoes, but I'm going to take the 49ers, Trey Lance, another week under his belt, San Francisco divisional game. Arizona has been great. You guys are absolutely right. They're, they're fantastic. Their offense is clicking. They beat down the Rams. It was a good spot for them now, but now I don't think it's a good spot. San Francisco losing to Seattle, desperate team. I like the points. I think it's a really, really tight divisional game. I think Trey Lance will be better when not thrown into action. They'll have plays. One thing you can do against Arizona, you can run it down the throat. San Francisco wants to turn this into a, a like a street fight, and if they do, they can win this game outright and cover. Give me the Niners. All right. Rob, bronze pick. Uh, let's see if I could lose one more total again this year. I think I haven't won a total yet. Uh, I'm taking New England and Houston under, 39.5. Very, very low total for 2021. Like You almost rarely see totals under 40 anymore. I just don't know where the points are going to come from in this game. So, Pat, you already mentioned it earlier, but the Patriots – could be down four offensive linemen this week. Four-fifths of their starting offensive line, and we're not seeing an adjustment on the total, and no one's betting the Texans because I, I can understand why. They can't score. Like, how are they going to score? You have Bill Belichick, who notoriously just kills these rookie quarterbacks, and now you have a really shitty rookie quarterback, like bottom-of-the-barrel garbage rookie quarterback going up against Belichick. Hey, okay, 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 okay. It's, okay, what do you uh, want to say? Defend him. Okay, hold on. He's a okay, so, so Davis Mills is a third-round draft pick out of Stanford, and yep. everyone thinks this guy's the piece of shit. They throw him out there in a horrible situation. You have one of the worst teams in the league. I get it. He doesn't have great arm strength, but he usually makes good decisions. I'm not going to say the guy is a world beater, but you know what? The people, I'm watching every single show. This guy, shit, 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 shit. You know what? A lot of these other rookies have got thrown in and they've been worse than Davis Mills. So mm. cut, cut the kid some slack. That's all I'm saying. He's not a top first round pick either. And he plays for the Houston Texans. What do you want from the guy? Well, listen, I, for, for one, for one, I would like him to be able to throw a ball with velocity, which he cannot well, do. Well, that's the thing. So, he's, he's, so here's the thing about Davis Mills. 89. I he was it. drafted in the third round. Yes. Everyone, everyone in the entire NFL thought this guy was going to be drafted like sixth or seventh round, late round, late round pick, maybe even undrafted. So it was a huge reach. And now we're seeing why it was a huge reach because the I have a like, look, I got I weigh 165 pounds soaking wet. I could probably throw the ball as hard as this guy can. That's it's horrible. True. That's not it's, true. Well, it's obviously an exaggeration, Cam. I'm doing this. <laughs> I don't actually think I can. I'm exaggerating to prove a point here. You could shred on your guitar better than him and go to a Slipknot show. But anyway, I just don't like the problem. Like, what do you expect from the thing is, what do people expect from Davis Mills with one of the worst teams, if not the in the National Football League as well? And you're getting thrown in. The, the Rob, what's good about their team? They have no receivers. They have a horrible running game and they got a bad offensive line and a rookie quarterback. That's and we've watched football in the past. Look at guys like Achilles Smith and all them. Like he got yeah. thrown into the fire. It's not like. He actually completed some balls against Carolina. There's way worse quarterbacks than him out there. That's all I'm going to say. Well, thank you for finishing my argument for under 39 and a half. They yeah. got nobody on offense. They That's have a horrible right. O-line. They got no wide receivers or quarterback stinks. Like We agree. And then the Patriots, like here's one thing about the Patriots. Mac Jones played pretty decent game against Tampa Bay. They mm -hmm. don't throw down the field. It's all dink and dunk, four yards, five yards. It's a slow, methodical moving offense that, 
I mean, I don't think the Patriots are scoring a ton of points in this game because that's not the way that they're wired. They don't take downfield shots. So, uh, what, do you, I mean, what do you think? 27 6 Patriots? Yeah, 27 nothing. Nine. Thir- I'm going to say 13 nothing. I'm going to say 17 10 <laughs> Patriots. 17 10. Yeah. Yeah. Houston covers because everyone's got money on New England, but the Patriots get the win. Makes Davis, sense. Davis Mills leads that, that backdoor <laughs> cover drive with the, in the last <laughs> yeah. two minutes of the fourth quarter and gets the touchdown to make it 17 10. Good for him. I have three choices for my bronze pick. I want to run it by you guys. I, oh, I like it. I like when you run it by us. Did, did run, we pick run it through, right the, or wrong run it through the garden twice, Mayo. Let's go. I feel like this Titan spread is too short at four and a half, even on the road, but it feels super trappy at the same time. It does. The Saints, I feel like no one is going to take them this week, but this is now the zig, am, the zig spot for I, the Saints. I kind of like the I, minus I two and a half. Made it. It almost made the minerals for me. I like the Saints against Washington. But the most confounding one to me is why is Carolina only a three-point favorite again at home against Philadelphia? Like, am, I be, am I being baited into that? Because McCaffrey might be back now too. Yes. Yeah, so what we have with the Carolina-Philly game is, I think, a, a reaction to the early injury reports for both teams. So Carolina, I think, had two O-linemen that didn't practice yesterday, including their center. And I believe Shaq Griffin is hurt and probably not playing. Uh, whereas the Eagles had their left tackle back and we still don't know about Lane Johnson. So I think it was just more speculative than anything on, on Philadelphia, but I agree with you. Like there's no chance I'm taking Philly plus three. That's that's Carolina or nothing of the three you gave. I, I like the saints. I think there's like a consensus with us that it didn't make our boards, but we all like the saints a little bit in this spot. I think it's a good bounce back spot. And like, we got to stop. We got to stop pretending like the Washington defense is going to turn it around. Like they get shredded by every single team. And yet we're still relying on like this preseason rating of like, oh, the football team is going to have a great defense. Like they don't, they stink. Know what the Saints do too, guys? Good, bad, good, bad, good, bad. I told you the pattern. I don't know. You know what? I don't have any empirical data. Pozzola, you're the scientist here. I don't understand it, but this is what happens. You lose outright to the New York football giants. You're coming back and slapping Washington in the face. Give me the Saints, Pat. That's the play. All right. Historically speaking, in the locker room, the Saints would just, they'd lose a game, and then the next game they'd give out money to try to injure the other players on the team, and it worked. A bounty, yeah, bounty. That was was a big thing, but Sean Sean Payton is a good coach, like in in the sense that he does, um, like, his team responds to these losses generally. They've always been a a good team off of a loss. Now, granted, Drew Brees is also a great quarterback, and Jameis, who knows, but... Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's a, a good bounce back for them under a field goal. So Pizzola, yeah, I'm good thing you got your eight and a half in. When we started the show 55 minutes ago, the Vikings were minus eight and a half. They're minus 10 now. <laughs> I know. I said that. I know. I saw 10, Pat. Yeah, Crazy, they, eh? they, they adjusted it. So you get to lock in your line. You're good to go here. Um, Who's but... listening? Who's listening to this recording is what I need to know. Uh, Who else is on this? Yeah, Paul know. is on here. Is there anyone else that is potentially betting these out as we're talking about them? I, I don't know. Maybe they finally were like, oh, man, our number's way shorter than everyone else. We need, to, <laughs> we need to adjust this one up. So I'll take the Saints minus two and a half. And the other part of it, too, is you're not asking, like, the two times they've been favored this year, they've lost outright. Because asking them to cover, like, bigger numbers, even against Carolina, I think it was four. Uh, and then as two big dogs against Green Bay and New England, they, they outright win those games. So it has been what Cam said. Like, when they're in the unfortunate spot, they end up winning outright. But you have to look at the types of teams that they're playing and the types of offenses that they're mm. playing as well. I'm not really sold on the Washington offense. Like, I'm playing Ricky Seals-Jones in DraftKings this week because they legit have no one after McLaurin. We don't know if Curtis Samuel is going to play. 
McLaurin, he's going to play. Logan Thomas is their second best receiver. He's on injured reserve. Brown, he's out. We have Cam Sims. He's out. They're losing their best offensive lineman. Like, they're pretty beat up. The defense isn't all that good. And where it's only two and a half, it shows disrespect towards the Saints, I think, for a team that I think that skill-wise is a little bit better. I think that they are better coached. I think that their lines are better, even though that they are a little bit banged up. Uh, when you look at them as a whole and when you look at the depth of that team, and where it's not a big number, the Saints actually just want to grind out games at this point. Like, they're not going to be covering seven-point spreads, but to two and a half, they can win by a field goal. That shouldn't be a problem. Although Lutz is out, so they'll have some, like, third-string field goal kicker. <laughs> Love Lutz. I will say this, Pat, just, just from an old dinosaur here who has been gambling for a long time, and you guys know, now that a lot of these young uh, kids are getting into the gambling game, most of them start with props. And I know you, you talk about props, and Take a look at props like last night, for example. Want to know why they're dangerous and I stick to old school like spreads and stuff like that? Like look at Higby. He comes out for a while. He's right on his total. You could lose by the hook. Injuries, right? Look at the, look at the start of the game. We knew Collins was going to be a running back for Seattle, right? But Carson out, didn't even play. Like, right, Rob? If you put that bet in, if he doesn't play, it's a prop bet. It's not like there's no void or well, whatever, right? Like how does that work? So for for player props, the player must play for it to be okay, for for most for most. I'm, I'm saying, but if he takes one percent of sites, some well, some are, are say no 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 no. You well, put it in. So 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 play on DraftKings Sportsbook, where if a player doesn't play, it's just a no bet. It's a voided. Okay, bet. good, yes. good, good. No, okay. it's, it's voided. But like, but obviously there's there's variance in sports, right? Like I bet DJ Chark over three and a half receptions on Thursday night last week. Second play of the game, he breaks his ankle, gets rolled exactly. up on. But like it happens. But here's the thing. I I will say this for. For like recreational betters, they do have a better chance to beat props than they do to beat NFL sides and totals. And there's like, look at the biggest sports books in the world. I'm not going to throw it out there. And when I say biggest, I'm talking about the sharp sports books, the ones that never limit players and they take massive bets on NFL. They're taking like 50 to 100,000 on an NFL side and they're taking like 500 bucks on an NFL prop. And the reason that they're doing that is because they know the props are a lot more beatable than the sides and the totals. So, I mean, it's not a bad strategy, but there, certainly there's a ton of variance. Like there, there's all sorts of things that happen over a course of a game. You know, Marquise Brown drops three touchdown passes in one game. You can't really predict that. But in the long run, you do have a better chance if you're playing props just because the lines are a little bit softer. Yeah, for, for prime example, uh, I went on the Run the Sims player like projection finder. You run the game 10,000 times and it gives you a range of outcomes for each of the players. So Tower Lockett's over receiving prop of 65 and a half in the Thursday night game it was a very strong play. He ended up coming under that number. Why? Well, he got pass interfered with down the field. Geno mm -hmm. Smith, Geno Smith came into the game. Like he ended up with, he looked good. yeah, he, he was, he was well on his way to doing it. He ends up with like 11 targets. You would assume he gets to that number. He doesn't. It's a shitty situation. But when we think about it, Rob, uh, and we look at props, like we're going to have Dalvin Cook this week. We don't know if he's going to play or not, but he might play like last week. Christian McCaffrey might might end up playing. We saw this with Higby in the Thursday night game where he was kind of iffy to play all week, then left with an injury. Is there any merit to seeing if these guys are active and if they are and just pounding unders against them? I think there's lots of strategies that are like that that will work in general. Um, so yes, there is merit to that. And, and also like on top of that, if you're just an avid follower of NFL news and someone is announced out, right? Like AJ Brown and Julio Jones last week are announced out. Well, guess what? I probably have a 10 to 15 minute window where I can go find the other Tennessee receivers who were set with a, a yardage total like those two were going to play and bet the over. And there's a real market to capitalize on that stuff. It's not big, 
Like you're not going to make a living off of it for sure. But if you want to make some extra money and you're following skill position players and injuries over the course of the week, there's value to be had if you can react to that very quickly. So it's uh, certainly an interesting market because, for example, A.J. Brown and Julio Jones get pulled from a game or announced out. That Titans spread is going to be off the board within like a minute. But the props stick up because there's less liability on the sportsbook end. So it's a good strategy just in general to keep on top of this stuff. And you can, I, I mean, anyone who's involved in that market knows what I'm talking about, but there's a lot of these stale numbers that'll last there uh, just because the books honestly don't care. Like it's not a big priority to them. The big thing too, is if you want to get in on some props, some over unders, like I said, prizepicks.com code MMNNFL will get you a free, like Josh Allen completes a pass on Sunday night and you're a new customer and you have played the Sunday night game on, you know, you play one bill, you play one chief, you put them together, you get three times your money if you win, but you get that 25 bucks uh, that goes along with it for free. If Josh Allen completes the pass, prizepicks.com MMNNFL, punch it in when you make your deposit and you get your deposit match up to hundred dollars too so there's ways to do it like that but props aren't like available in all the spaces that's why i like prize picks but it can this is the, the one i got for you and i think you'll like this and i know that you have enough money to be throwing down on these games you're not a low limit better but if you were a low limit better sometimes and, and you and, and, and listen let's say you want to play less than ten dollars a week uh if you play in the mayo media 7-eleven contest on prizepicks.com which means you take five players from any of the sunday games you have to make five picks. It pays 10 times your money if you win on your $7.11 entry. So you win 71 bucks if you win. But because you've made that $7.11 entry, you're also eligible for a bonus 50 bucks if you win. So it actually pays 17 times your money. I feel like... Rob, I like that. Like That's a great way if you want to play under 10 bucks to actually try and build a bankroll. Either. Yeah. Like Rob building my bet stamp account. Can you bet me an account too, Pat? And we'll just see where we go from there. I, I can probably rig that up for you. Do you have a <laughs> PayPal account? No, yeah. I don't. But anyway, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll have to set up a PayPal. Uh, I, what, I don't know, you, what year are you living in, Cam? I don't understand how you don't can know, get Pat, by when this. Pat, when Pat says, I, I, I have, I have uh, bank transfers, right? So right. I'm doing okay. Like, why do I need it? Is there a rule why you work for PayPal? Like, I need no, a PayPal account? No, no, I'm not. I'm not okay, I'll I'm get not one. Like, what, what is the I, advantages of a PayPal account? What's, what's that got to do with it? I'm just like saying that? at some point over the last decade, I'm surprised, especially with the amount that you're involved in the gambling space in general. I and go to Shoppers Drug Mart and get PaySafe cards. It's actually a receipt. I know it's stupid, but that's okay. my routine. I go there, I get eggs, I get mm -hmm. milk. I do whatever the hell, and I sit there, and I get duh, 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 and I get the code, and I freaking punch the code in. And I'll tell you something: you're right. I'm an idiot because it's only two hundred and fifty dollars max. A lot of the time, I don't want to be buying four of these stupid things. I want to be getting like, why can't they just have like one? Like, why is the limit so low? It should be five grand. I should be able to do whatever the hell I want to do. Your life is uh, very intriguing for me, Cam. Like, it's very how stressful. Do, how do you how do you listen to music in your car? I like music in my car. Yeah, but. Uh, do you, do you I, put in I, a CD I, into the yeah, CD player? I, yes, I got a CD player. <laughs> I want to admit it. Sometimes I listen to Q107, just a little like when I hear Van Halen, stuff like that. And then I have CDs. Do you, so do you terrestrial record. radio and CDs? I, I'm so, I, I can't believe it. I, I used to have cassettes. Well, okay, and I, so actually, I my old car had the cassette with the string to the CD. So, <laughs> so embarrassing. I don't know where my MP3 player I got stolen from the score. That custodian guy stole it. Yeah, yeah, but you, have, you, have a, you, have, you have a phone now. 
Yes, I have a phone. Yes, that, yeah, that, that, you, you don't need your MP3 player anymore, Cam. You, you have your phone. That can all just work the same way. Well, I, I listen to music off the phone. It just doesn't feel the same as like putting a CD in and going for a drive, right? I mean, maybe you, not. It, honestly, the music is the exact same, right? Like whether you're listening on a CD or you're listening on your phone and you're listening to the same song, it's the exact same. So I don't know how one feels different than the other. I don't know. I just like looking at the CDs. I like the, the feel of the plastic. Uh, I don't know. It's like vinyl. I love albums. I have crates full of albums. I probably need a better record player. Every time I come on the show, you guys just beat me down. But you're right. I should like, I yeah, well, literally like well, have nothing going on here. Like, well, like do I, what, do I need to? If, what, what if Pizzola and I started a consulting company where, listen, it's not that you wouldn't use this stuff. It's just you don't want, you, you haven't taken the time to learn how easy some of this stuff can be to make your life more efficient. What if we were just efficiency experts? You just hire us for like one that. day. We come over, we show you how to use your computer, hook up your cable, set up your Bluetooth to everything, and boom, you're on your way. Okay, well, I got to pay you, so I'll pay in liquor and uh, whatever, because, you know, I, I don't know. You tell me how you want it. Like, no, we'll be this, like the old way. We'll do up. the barter system. Like, you know this, how you used to give me syrup or whatever? I give you this. You guys give me tech help and I'll give you things. I'll, I'll speak whatever on you my need. behalf, not on Pat's behalf. Pat can take whatever compensation he wants. But for me, this will be like a free consulting gig. We'll, go, we'll, we'll come over. We'll get you all set up. We'll figure out what technologies you're still using from the 1990s. And we'll get rid of that and upgrade you and show you how to use it. I'm sure it's probably gonna be like half your 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 house or whatever right now because it's. Oh, you'd be surprised. I I have a fire stick, so like I I watch like stuff on that. Like I've advanced that way. It's not just pure cable. I almost want to. The thing is, I don't want to cancel the cable because I think they're gonna play games with me. It's almost something like I don't want to piss them off because I really need it for a lot of the shows that I do. Mm -hmm. I like the Amazon Fire Stick. It's it's it, the games are usually behind, and it's you know what it did, Pozzola last week. I was watching Georgia. Uh, play Ole Miss. Mm -hmm. The game started in the second quarter, and it goes, "Welcome back!" It went second quarter went start, to, second mm. quarter start. Like it went all the way to the start. I finally found one that worked, but yeah, sometimes these things are not as uh, easy as you guys make it out to. What a! If you were still in Survivor, who would you take this week? I took Tampa. I like Tampa. I like Tampa. Um, who else? Who else can we I choose? I think the Vikings personally. Yeah, the Vikings. Oh, yeah, Vikings. That's I think, another good one. I think it's yeah, like Vikings. Vikings, Tampa. I mean. Cust, I mean, Cust is out because he took the Titans last week. I think people will use the Patriots because <laughs> it's against Houston, but that I don't think that they're going to lose outright, but that one scares me the most out of all of them. I agree. Um, yeah, I think I think it's a, a Vikings week. I, I don't see a ton of future value in the Vikings either, where like you're gonna be able to use them down the road. So um 10 point favorite, not a lot of future value, probably still less than 20% of your pool picking them. I, I like Minnesota probably. All right, that will do it. On the Pat Mayo Experience, go to DraftKings Sportsbook to play all the lines. Code PME will get you a discount uh, or some sort of match deposit where you bet like a buck and you get a hundred or something like that at DraftKingsSportsbook.com. That's always a good time. PrizePicks.com, code MMNNFL to take advantage of that Sunday night football promo. Cam, tell people where you're at this week. Oh, we're doing a lot of things there, Pat. Thanks for asking. I'm doing updates on uh, Scotty Farrell, The Legends Show, 4 to 6 on Sports Grid. I also do a show with Gabe Morency, 6 to 9, Game Time Decisions and In-Game Live. We make our picks for the week. And In-Game Live, very busy with the baseball playoffs. So we bet the games as they're going on right now. Lots of fun. Pozzola knows he used to be part of the crew. I'll tell you something, man. It's fantastic stuff. And this weekend, all weekend long, Pat. And on Sunday, we go live at 1 o'clock during the game. Me and Kevin Walsh, he lives in uh, 
uh, Queens and New York, and we bet the game, sweat them out, and have a lot of fun. Last week was great with the New York two-step with the Giants and Jets. Hopefully, we'll have some more winners this week. And if there is a week to tail Cam, this is the week for sure because all of his spare time, I mean, he doesn't have his 48 hours mystery and his Dateline NBC recorded because they messed with his cable. So all of Actually, his time Pizzola, I is going into out. capping these games. I figured it out. I, after you gave me a speech or whatever, I've, I've recorded shows with the new stuff. I don't like the system, but I figured it out. Beautiful. There you go. You figured something out. You see yeah. that they caught the Zodiac killer or they figured out who it was this week? Zodiac killer. That guy's yeah. been. Uh, oh, oh, oh. So not they, the. Oh, oh, the original Zodiac the original, killer from, yeah. from the movie. No, they, no. They, there was no. like some independent investigation that they figured out who it was. The guy died in like 2018, but uh, they, they put like really? a name to the Zodiac killer. Yeah. And not the ones that they had on like the movie and everything. Was somebody else? I had it a was feeling. someone else, man. I had a feeling it was somebody else, too. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm hmm. Really, Pizzoli? Wow, thanks. So they're going to have an update on that now. Excellent. There, there will be an update on what that. What a case. That was a case. There have been, there, been a lot of guys who tried to be that guy, you know, a lot of copycats. Nobody's the original. That guy was just too much. Very, very cunning. Very cunning. Betstamp.app. Uh, check that out with Pizzola. And for me, you can find oh, the, the, the cheat sheet up on DKNation.com. The newsletter is free to subscribe to. You can find that down in the description, along with all of the links to all the promos and everything like that. Smash a like on the way out, sub to the channel, rate and review on Apple Podcasts, and that'll do it for me. I'll be back on Saturday on Fantasy Football Picks and Bets with an injury report, and then probably again on Sunday morning if anything else changes. If not, I'll see you Monday with the injuries, the waivers. Until then, good luck. We'll see you next time. Family experience. Experience.